And we're live. Yo, what's up? What's up? Alright, this is the first episode of Tavern Talk, which is a bi-weekly podcast that we're doing. And it'll be about Sea of Thieves and other stuff, that whatever we want to talk about, really. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about Season 5 First Impressions, Quest Boards, and will people actually use them? And we'll be talking about Fortnite End Event and a little bit of Chapter 3. So, let's first get into first impressions about Season 5. You and I'll let you talk first if you want about Season 5. I mean, Season 5 in general, I feel like it was pretty hyped up. But when you actually start playing it, it's not as much content as you thought it would be. If you think about it, because it's just little things added to the game. Yeah. Like, I think... I honestly... Oh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say that I think it's going to get stale over time, like, faster than the other seasons. I think it's going to be similar to how Season 3 we had all the Tall Tales, which were amazing. After you do the Tall Tales, like, once or twice, you kind of get bored of it. Yeah, um, like, I understand it's a lot to program all that stuff in and create the code for it. But considering how much time is in between the seasons... I think after, like, the first month, the whole hype just kind of dies down. Yeah, and I think that's for most seasons, too, actually. I just, I mean, I know it takes time to make all this stuff, but it's also the fact that this season, they didn't really add much to it to do in the game. They just added stuff to improve the quality of the game, and, like, what is it? The quest boards, and the burying treasure, and sitting like sitting is just something that's really nice and added that you didn't think you wanted or needed but like it's nice to have yeah i think that's a feature of a lot of things in this update so like the sitting i think is really cool and it's what inspired me to want to do this podcast because i thought it'd be cool to like have a sit in the tavern and you know talk about this kind of stuff and I think other things, like, my favorite thing that got added was the storage crate fast transfer. I said that lots of times in lots of videos and on stream and stuff. And I'm pretty oh, sure that's your favorite, too. Yeah, don't even get me started on that part. I, like, I really was excited for that. Just the satisfaction of holding the storage crate, not even having to open the barrel, but just go up to it and press take and then have all the contents in your storage crate within like five seconds is amazing yeah it really is the only is. thing i don't like is the fact that if you're someone who organizes all your storage items like me is you have to still go in manually and move everything around yeah that's the only time that really annoys me is when it's uh bait like um, fishing and stuff other than that i don't really have a problem with it just adding everything in I don't know, because, like, I like putting things of what you have the most of at, like, the far left, and then what you don't have as much of on the far right. Yeah. So, like, cannonballs. Once we reach the 99, I try to put the next stack of cannonballs next to it, but sometimes there's the chain shots in it, and I have to literally go in one by one, take out all those chain shots, and then put in the cannonballs so I can start the new stack. Yeah. But I... It might just be me who's anal about that. 
I'm sure there's more people about that. For me, I think if we're going back to like the content wise, I think they would have been good for them. Ooh, good. <laughs> I have no idea what just happened. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, I think it would have been good for them to have like not like a quest line, but something like to guide people, almost like a mini campaign for like where do you go out, you maybe bury stuff, you get firework grades and stuff. Just like incorporate all the new features into some sort of like campaign line. That would have given like a little bit more content because a lot of this stuff is kind of like things that you discover. And if you don't, if you're not too involved in like the CFDs like news and stuff, you're not following on Twitter and you're not watching like their videos and stuff, it will kind of be a little like, I don't know. Like I feel like a lot of these features you won't even notice. Like, honestly, I don't think I would have noticed half the stuff in this update if you haven't told me, like, hey, did you check this out? Did you know this part? Like, I mean, the rats are kind of hard to miss because you're literally <laughs> just standing there on the ship and they scurry past you. Like, I remember you telling me that it's like you saw them, but then when I saw it myself, I literally saw it and I screamed. I was yeah. just like, I like, I, you don't like pay too much mind to it. It's just. It freaks me out because you're on your ship, you're just trying to do your thing, I'm trying to figure out how to do the fast transfer thing, and I just see a rat scurry by, and I'm like, what in the world? Yeah, uh, I think the rats are cool, um, it's one of those things that, like, makes it, the game feel a little bit more real, but at the same time, it doesn't really add much, like, everything else that they added, like, the bearing, that has a effect on the game a lot like say if you're fighting someone you could jump off with a piece of treasure and go bury it somewhere and then you can come back like later you know what i mean yeah fireworks you can do like it. a display show whenever you want fireworks also have a hidden effect where you can shoot it at a ship and cause fire damage on them which i think is pretty cool and you can hit the actual person yeah if you I, aim I've, right though yeah i don't think i've hit a person yet um I think... oh yeah what were you about to say I think it's just hard to aim the firework at a person, because don't they, like, kind of swivel around and move? I'm pretty sure they go straight eventually, but, yeah, they do kind of, like, swivel around as they're going. But, um, I was going to say, since we're talking about fireworks a bit, signal flares, I think, are really cool. And I think are going to be really fun if you're in an alliance. I think that would be kind of game-changing, because I could see something, yeah. like, I was doing the Fort of Fortune one time in an alliance, uh, mm -hmm. like a month ago on stream, and we could not communicate from how far we were because we were in the middle of fighting another um, ship, and our alliance, like, we couldn't communicate. If we had the flares, that would have made it easier to communicate with back then, I think. That's kind of huh. like the point of signal flares in real life. Like, it's an emergency distress signal. Yeah. Like, oh my lord, come over here, help me, I need help. Yeah, definitely. Um, I love all the features that they added, but I do agree with you that I think people are going to get kind of bored of the season after we get through the, like the first month. It's really going to depend on the events. So right now we know there's going to be a festival of giving, which, well, I like the events. It requires you basically to give other people your treasure. So, like, like, that's not really that fun. 
And then Grogmany, that would be cool. Are gonna do that. People Grogmany will do it. Grogmany is fun because you're just kind of getting drunk and doing different tasks. So I like that. Festival of Giving, the only reason I like Festival of Giving is because you get uh, Gilded Voyages at that time. And you also <laughs> get um, other kind of voyages, which are like all high value stuff. So that always keeps me entertained. And Christmas is usually a good time for like stealing and stuff. So I think maybe that's why they waited till now to do this kind of update. Because if you think about it, they could have done this update like whenever they wanted, really. Yeah. But the only thing I would say is I feel like I... I get why they did it all at once. I feel like it would have been a little bit better if they just, like, sprinkled in these updates every so often. Like, say, season four, last season. You could have had, like, halfway through when people are getting bored. You could have added fireworks then. And you could have done that for every season. Just, like, add once one of these small updates in the middle of the season just to like, kind of inject life after it because we don't really see many updates to the game other than like the events post season launch and i feel like after the post season launch for like that one month the game gains a lot of traction and it becomes very popular and you know especially with black friday going on they had their game go on sale so more people would be inclined to buy it especially since the new season was about to launch and like these new players they're gonna buy this game and they're gonna start playing and they're gonna be really excited because it's a new game they have new update and everything but then i feel like they're gonna get bored once they do everything and like i like this game i mean i didn't like it at first because i didn't know how to play it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Once I started playing it, I do like it. It's just sometimes it feels repetitive and kind of not like I wish there was something new to do or we already did this and this is the only way to level up. Yeah. Um I think I don't even need like a huge content update. You know what? I kinda just literally thought of this right now, to be honest, but instead they could have just had this regular update. But take all the original th uh, four trading companies, so Gold Hoarders, Merchant Alliance, Order of Souls, and Pirate Legend, Athena Fortune. Uh, all of those original um, voyages that have been out since day one, they've all been like super... They need a buff. Let's just say that. Because all of the okay. other trading companies, like the other voyages that they have, so like the Gold Hoarder Volts we've done, Lost Shipments... Those get you way more loot than the original voyages do. So it makes no sense to me why you would do the original ones. So like if they buffed the amount of loot you get, that would just get people more interested because we don't do like the regular gold hoarder voyages and stuff because you don't get enough loot. And we'd probably go back to it if you got like a bunch of captain's chest or whatever for it. Uh, what do you think? I wouldn't know the difference because I haven't really done any of the original voyages or anything. I think I literally only did the gold hoarders with you and then I think I tried to do something else but I gave up halfway through because I couldn't get through the little parkour. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that was Shorbs of Gold. That was a tall tale. But okay. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I could not just get past it. It was just frustrating. Yeah. I guess... But my point of view on the content aspect is we have a ton of content already in the game like with tall tales 
there's a good amount of voyages now, I would say. There's world events. There's a good amount of stuff to do. But I would have liked that, like, one extra thing to give me something long-term to keep doing throughout the season. So, like, I would say buffing up the past, the old voyages would have helped a lot. I think so, too. I mean, I haven't played them, but I have seen your old videos, and I just think that a lot of... I'm not just going to say, like, this game company only focuses... A lot of game companies, they only focus on adding new content and new updates but they don't really think about the fact that hey is there anything we need to fix about our stuff we've already you know put out like is there anything that we need to buff or nerf like they just worry about pushing out new stuff when they don't always think about the quality of the game and it's great game yeah but I think there are some other things that they could fix in this game that would make it a little bit more enjoyable. Yeah, and they don't seem, like, too against, like, updating the old stuff, because, like, we just saw an update with the Kraken and Megalodon that, like, you'll see birds fly over them after loot spawns. So they are fine with doing these kind of updates. I don't know why they don't want to, like, update the old voyages. That's really my thing. I think... I feel like that's something that's not too difficult. It's always not easy, because I don't know how to code or anything. But, like, even if you just made it so that you, you got progressively better, so say if you are level 35 and above for gold hoarders, all of your voyages should be, like, captain's chest or something. Because, like, I'll, if I do a regular gold hoarder voyage at level 75, which is where I'm at, we go out there, we get marauder's chest and stuff. There's no point for us to do these voyages when there's say the ancient faults which are all captain's chests in there and it's like half the time to do it that's something i was wondering like i i since i haven't been playing long i honestly don't know but like does the voyages and any type of loot you get it doesn't level up with you or get harder as you play and level up it was supposed to but they never fixed it and it just, it just doesn't, you, it annoys me because when the game launched, for Order of Souls, the higher level you got, you were supposed to get harder enemies that drop better loot. So like, you know how we go to forts and there's gold skeletons, there's all those type of things? You're supposed to get like more of those when you're a higher level, but you get like villainous goals and better stuff like that. That doesn't really happen in the game. Gold Hoarders is the worst out of all of them, though, to me. I, I mean, I haven't done much of that stuff, but I just feel like my skill level and my actual game level compared to yours, there's a big difference, but we're playing it together. And you're having an easy time with it. Like, you do it in a breeze, but I'm actually, like, it takes me a while to do all the stuff. I, I just found that odd. Yeah, that's why I think this podcast was a good idea having both of us on because you kind of get my perspective as an older player and yours as like a newer player. So like we kind of have different views on things like for you, you kind of look at it as like there needs to be a bit more content, like actual content, like, like how we had the Siren Treasuries and stuff last season. Yeah. I look at the game and I remember when like there weren't Megalodons 
the only world event was skeleton forts uh and things like that like there was only like three voyages that you could do no reaper's bones i look at the game and how much it's grown so far and i kind of like i'm fine with a smaller update like this because i think it's cool Mm-hmm. but i would be interested in like taking some of the old stuff and making them better so that they're on par with the new voyages because i like doing the treasure map stuff i like going to fighting skeletons sometimes i don't like the merchant voyages other than the lost shipment one but i don't think they can do anything for that really but I just want to see them on par. I think that would have been the one thing that they could have updated in this season update. That would have made it a perfect season for me. True, true. I've only, what, this is only technically my second season playing this game. So, it's like, I uh, only third. have... Third. Third season. Well, I didn't really play it. <laughs> well, you oh, did all third. the tall tales, so I kind of count that. I, I guess. I really played last season more than anything i just kind of trudged along with the tall tales yeah um have a do you have any more thoughts on like the actual updates because i think next we could talk about like the free and plunder pass any other Pretty emails? Fine. okay no uh so let's talk about the free pass first i think it's pretty good i really like the pirate legend rewards i like merrick's tinkered a lot um, I'm a little bit disappointed by the tier 100. I, for me, I don't know if I got used to, like, say, Fortnite, where the tier 100 is kind of supposed to be, like, the best thing in the whole pass. But we yeah. keep getting scars for all players for the tier 100. And then Pirate Legends, we got something else this season. I can't remember what it is. Um, but I would have liked to have seen something else other than a scar, because I think this is, like, the second or third season in a row that we've had that as the final reward so what are your thoughts on the free pass anything that stand out to you i mean i'm not mad about the free pass i mean it's free can't be mad but i also don't have enough ancient coins to get the plunder pass i actually like a lot of the stuff in the plunder pass but it's also probably just because I like the ship set that comes with it, and that's something I really want. But um, I play with you, so I don't really have to worry about that, because usually you customize the ship anyway. That's true. But, uh, before we talk about more about the Plunder Pass, I will say I think this free pass is a lot better than previous seasons. Um, last season especially. I, think, I feel like last season people got mad at me saying that I was a little too harsh on it, but I just found a lot of the stuff last season pretty bland looking. And this season, a lot of the stuff looks kind of like unique, colorful, just stuff that I personally enjoy. Might not be for everyone, but personally, I think it's good. And I like it. Yeah. Um, we can go ahead and move on to the Plunder Pass. I think the biggest highlight for the Plunder Pass this season, because it's the first time they've done it, you could get a thousand ancient coins in it. I know. That's, like, uh, irritating. <laughs> why is it irritating? I, like, honestly, when I first started playing, because I was so used to playing Fortnite with you, where you get it once, 
then you can always get the battle pass as long as you make sure you don't spend too much V-Bucks in the shop. But now, but then I started playing CFEs and I was just like, wait, if you buy the plunder pass, you don't get enough ancient coins to buy it again, so you have to pay more money? Like, what? Yeah, and I get it from their perspective, like, they probably seen with Fortnite, people don't buy the pass usually, but I feel like they would have seen that people buy more stuff afterwards because they're happy with the game because they keep getting the Plunder Pass. Um, yeah. Not to go on too much of a tangent, but I feel like the reason why Fortnite makes so much money is because you earn back the Plunder Pass, or the Battle Pass. Battle Pass. Yeah, it gets all confusing to me. You get back the battle pass each season, which that keeps you invested into the game, and you'll keep buying new skins, because the more you play, the more you enjoy the game, more you get invested, the more you want to build up your collection, so you are more willing to buy, like, stuff in the game. And yeah. Fortnite does it a little bit a little bit crafty, too, because they'll give you 1,500, so that 500 is usually enough to is get you close to what you want to get, but not enough. So either you have to wait a whole nother season, or you put a little bit of money on your account and you buy something. So they're a little crafty with that. But yeah. I think I think Sea of Thieves could learn from what Fortnite has accomplished with their stuff. As much as I don't, I mean, I don't hate microtransactions like other people do. I I like how these. I like how microtransactions keep a game going for a long time. But I think CFTs could do a little bit better with their Emporium. The stuff in the Emporium is really expensive. Uh, and that kind of thing. I don't know. What are your, what are I, your thoughts? I mean, I, I do think the Emporium is a little expensive. Especially considering, like, how much you actually make from the game. <laughs> like, yeah. I get it. They want you to spend money. But if you have to spend a lot of money on a game... People are gonna play it till they get bored, and then they're gonna just not play because they don't want to spend money. But if they enjoy the game, they get invested, you know, they give out the little freebies and they start playing and buying stuff, and they earn and they can earn some of it back. But they just fall just a little bit short. They're gonna be like, you know, it's only like two extra dollars, three dollars. Why not? And like buy it. Exactly. But, if they have to straight out spend like $9, $10 to get all the ancient coins just to buy what they want for that one like thing or like one pet or ship set. They're not going to want to do it because they're going to like psychologically they're going to think it's a lot of money to spend on a game. And it kind of is but when you think about it in the sense of just $2, $3 here and there, you know, they don't think it's a lot of money, but they'll actually make a lot more money over time. It's a long-term investment for them. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, because there is so much stuff in the Emporium that I would buy if it was cheaper. But there's things like sales. Sales are like 10 bucks. That's crazy. They're just... Yeah. It's just a little bit of, like, virtual fabric. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's not even real. It's not real, but also it's like it doesn't feel like one ship set, like one sale is worth that ten dollars of real money of you working for like an hour or something in real life. It doesn't feel like it you know, matches, it compensates each other. But if it's like you get a whole ship set for like five dollars 
and you maybe have to you already have enough of like ancient coins so you can buy like afford like maybe like what two-thirds of it and you have to spend like just maybe an extra two dollars people yeah. will do that but just flat out spending five dollars they're not gonna do that uh, i don't know what it is about people but psychologically they're not gonna do that yeah one thing i think i should clarify for everyone is that i get a lot i got this comment a lot so you get a thousand from the pass but you only get 750 from the plunder pass the other 250 comes from the free pass so you're really only getting 750 by buying the plunder pass but yeah it'll t if you don't spend anything that you get from the season you'll get enough at the end to buy the next one so i got that question a lot on comments so mm -hmm. um Let's go ahead and real quick talk about the cosmetic, the actual cosmetics in the Plunder Pass, and then we'll move on to our next topic. I like the ship set. I like that they put the full ship set, because that was one of my complaints from last season, is that we didn't have, I think, the anchor and the cannons for that ship set that we had last time. Yeah. What kind of annoys me, though, and it's more of my beef with the collector's version of stuff, if you've noticed in, like, the uh, Emporium and... Now in the plan pass, we have a regular version of like the figurehead or the sales and a collector's version. I think the collector's version should just be the only one. I don't think there should be two versions. There shouldn't be like a cheaper, worse one and then a like more expensive, better one. Especially in the pass, we should just get the better version and then have that space for other cosmetics to fill something else up. Like maybe a weapon skin or an emote or something. Because this yeah. pass, it annoys me. Because I, I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot with it, if you think about it. Because we you actually mentioned that a few minutes ago. Most of the plunder pass this season is either, it's a costume, one emote, and then the rest of it is the ship set. So really only yep. one person that you play with needs to get the plunder pass so that everyone can get the ship set. If they focus more on individual stuff in the plunder pass, they would probably make a lot more money with it. And, they would because I don't yeah. want the ship set. There's no point for me to buy the ship set. I play only with you or I play with other friends who have a lot more stuff than I do for customizing the ship. I'm more greedy about my character. <laughs> yeah. I think I would like to see them change it up a little bit with the past. Like I don't I don't think they would ever probably do it to be honest. They might in the future. But I think they should put like a pet in the past, and then you get a few outfits or something to go along with it. Um, maybe they... I, just, I would like to see a better mix of stuff, because I don't like when it's just, like, one thing. Yeah. And, like... I don't actually... I pulled it up, and I see, like, the compass, the winter fire compass, but I don't see any other, like, equipment on the pass, and that's, like, kind of annoying, because I like to match everything. That's they got all true. the costume stuff, but they don't have any other equipment. The Actually, that compass you saw, that's in the free pass. It's not even in the plunder pass. Yeah, it's in the free pass, but like... I would have loved to see stuff pass. in the plunder pass. Yeah. And there's... I don't think... Honest, I get... You pay for the plunder pass, right? I don't think there's enough stuff in there, to be honest. I don't think so either. They claim it's like a $40 value or something. Uh, and for no. me, I wouldn't pay $40 for that. 
And I got the Plunder Pass this season because I had enough from previous season and I got some Ancient Skeletons that helped me get it. I don't think I would have gotten the pass, if I'm being honest, if I didn't have that. The costume, I think, is cool. I think it's I think the final form of the costume is really cool. Um, and I think the ship set looks cool, but I tend to change up my ship set every time I get on. And I typically stick to a few cosmetics that I really like that are mostly just from in-game that I've bought. So... I think they could do two things. I think one, change up the plunder pass each season because I'm getting tired of having just like a another ship set every season. I like having the costume. I think the costume is good to keep in the plunder pass each season. I think that could yeah. be like a tier 100 type of thing. That's good. Last season I was really hyped up for that pumpkin lord outfit. Oh my gosh. You love that thing so much. <laughs> yeah. The other thing they could do, add new categories of stuff. To the Emporium and all the cosmetic sets. So we talked about how they could add pets. They could come up with new stuff. Like we've talked. I think I've made videos in the past about like how I would have liked to see them. Like you could customize the ladders on your ship. Maybe you could customize other stuff. They now added sitting. What if we could customize the chair on our ship or something? Like there's stuff they could add and maybe they could introduce it in the Plunder Pass. After they introduce it in the Plunder Pass, they could bring it to the Outpost shops and. Emporium, that kind of thing. Like, maybe have it where it's like, you can't get that specific customization, but it's the feature you can do. Like, I think I even asked you when I first started playing, like, when you were saying, oh, I'm gonna customize the shit, what do you want? I was like, can you change the ladders? They're ugly. <laughs> yeah, I really started thinking about it when we had Season 3, and we saw the Black Pearl, and how their ladders. ladder was so unique. I'm like, why can't so we pretty. customize ours? Like, ours, everyone has the same ladder. That'd be cool. There's so much stuff. Like, I, I would appreciate just the little things. The lanterns on the ship. Even the bell yes. on the ship. The lanterns would yes. be cool. Imagine if you could have, like, the Fairy of the Dam lanterns. That'd look so cool and spooky. I honestly, like, that could just be a whole other section that they put in for your ship customization. Like, your lantern, you can change. And I saw, I think, um... What is it? The Twitter post you sent me. It was like adding, being able to customize the interior of your ship. Yeah. Uh, that's something I've been wanting for a while. That and like private islands. I don't know if we'll get private islands. That would be really complicated to put in. I think that'd be something cool for like a pirate legend reward. But I think you should be able to customize your ship a lot more. Like the nameplate, other things on your ship. Like a real ship. Yeah, like a real ship. I mean,. Like, so far, it seems they look pretty real, like, pretty close to a real ship. I'd love to see, like, I, I, I love my barrels. You know I love my barrels, and I love my organization, but I am not happy with where they sit on the ship. I hate where they sit on the ship, especially the sloop. I think that won't be able to change just because that is so ingrained into the mechanics of the game. But I would be interested for them to like make it a little bit like so you can change like the look of it, like the coloring and stuff. That yeah. would be interesting. There's so much stuff that they haven't like customized, like you can't customize on the ship yet. That I figured they would have added like at least some point. Like the last time we got ship customization was cannon flares, and I think that came at the, either at the end of last year or at the very beginning. I think it might have been before the season started. Uh, seasons system started. 
I think it was like when they were still doing monthly updates, which I'll be honest, I kind of miss monthly updates, but I do like the yeah. seasons stuff. The seasons kind of give them more flexibility to make higher quality things, I feel like. I think that's probably why they did that. Yeah. I can't blame them, because it does take a while, like quality over quantity, but I feel like they need to prioritize certain updates over others, maybe. I think any company or game company should do that. Well, I love the season aspect, because one, it's consistent. You know that there's going to be a new big update every three months. You also have something to continually work on in terms of the free pass and the plunder pass if you want to do that. I don't know, I just, I enjoy it a lot. I think it was a good thing they did. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like the, like, season, seasonal events that they throw in, like the special events. They've been hit or miss for me. Um, I think we don't have enough time this episode to talk about all the events that are coming up, so we might touch on them in another episode. Yeah. But... I think this season will have good events. The last few seasons, I haven't really enjoyed the events that much. But I have a lot of faith for this season. From what I've seen coming in the future. Alright. Do you have any more thoughts on that before we move on? Uh, not really, no. I think we hit it. Alright, so... One thing we haven't talked about, which is why we were... Which is going to be our next topic, is quest boards. So when you can bury treasure, you can also post your uh, maps to the quest board on outposts and sea posts for other players to access and they can go dig up the treasure that you buried and you'll get a bit of you'll get a lot of renown and a little bit of reputation i don't know if i don't think they've changed that that's from what i last heard from them they could change that obviously in the future but we're going to talk about what we think about this now so i'll get my thoughts first and then um you know if you want to talk about it too Okay, because so, I have a lot of opinions on that. I have a lot of opinions as well. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know you do. Okay. I have no problem not getting any gold. I don't need any more gold. I know there's other people that are very stingy about like needing more gold. I don't care about that. I don't even need the reputation, if I'm being honest. But I think the reputation, you should get the full amount of reputation if someone sells the loot that you buried, that you put us on a quest board because yeah. everyone that's trying to get pirate legend it's a very small amount of people that actually are pirate legend based off what the xbox achievement says because you can see how much percentage i think it's like around like five to ten percent of the whole player base has it. and that's like 25 that's out of 25 million players are you serious yeah it's really small wait then how am i so close and i suck at the game a lot of people don't know what they're doing i guess <laughs> I don't know. They need to watch your videos more, I guess. Exactly. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> a little self-promo right there. Yeah, just a little. Anyways. The Renown is good. My problem with the Renown is I don't need Renown during the season. I sail around, I do my normal stuff, and I get to level 100 within the first two months. I don't do, I don't do any challenges or anything. I have no problem getting to that level 100. And there's nothing after level 100. So having yep. Renown be the main focus of the quest boards is really annoying and dumb to me. And I feel like after the first, say, month of the game coming out, 
people are gonna stop doing the quest boards other than maybe to troll people by putting like one marauder's chest on an island or having an island with a bunch of kegs on it and then one chest so that they might blow up or something things to troll yeah. people and i feel like if they made it so that you get the full reput reputation and a, a little bit of renown so basically just flip it that would be a lot better because like if so you told me that if i put an athena chest on an island or something and i'm gonna get the full athena's fortune rep for that but i won't get any gold i'd be fine with that i don't really care about the gold i'd like to just get my reputation up for all my trading companies that's my main issue with that. I think the quest board's a cool system. But I strongly believe that no one's going to use it in its current form. Unless they update it and change how they have you get rewarded afterwards. So I'll give you some time to talk. Because you have lots of thoughts now. <laughs> uh, so, I'm sorry, I got sidetracked looking at Winnie. <laughs> <laughs> that's her, that's her I, dog for anyone that's listening that doesn't know. Yeah. So... I'm gonna say, kind of the opposite. I am very stingy with my gold. I am very stingy. Really? Yes, I'm very stingy. That's why I keep asking you to buy me storage crates. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think it's a nice feature that they added. I like the fact that you can bury it, but the treasure and like you can put up a map for it. But honestly, based on how many people I've interacted with, I've interacted with more hostile players than, you know, nice, friendly people. I personally am like, you know what? No, I don't want to give them my treasure. They're all mean to me. Yeah. I don't care if I get renowned and rep for it. Like, the whole place is just, the whole player base is just toxic in a way uh i would and disagree like, with that because i would say it's about 50 f it's a little hard there's people that are kind of just a little bit toxic then there's the people that are super toxic that will just like say racial slurs and all sorts of stuff we interacted with some of those about a week ago i think on yeah. stream and i actually do listed that stream because i didn't want people to see that because i don't want to promote it those people yeah but it's just not nice i would say about a good say 40 45 percent of the time i usually run into pretty nice people um so i would disagree that most of the players are hostile and toxic i think it's a little bit about how the game is designed it's it is a pvp focused game where you're incentivized to steal and stuff that's why i never really liked the alliance centric events like the fury of the dam we had last season where the main focus was like having an alliance and doing things together in an alliance because most people don't want to form one i don't want to form one to be honest neither <laughs> i'd rather just do my own thing and then like if i want to get off i can get off i don't feel like i'm tied to someone else and like i have to follow up and keep helping and like i i mean I honestly don't want to play with other people because, like, stranger danger, stranger danger, like, get away from me. But also, just the fact that 
even in any game you play, that some people aren't always as receptive to the fact that maybe you're just not good at the game and you're playing for fun. Like, Yeah, I've a lot never... of people get mad about, like, if we're just fishing or something, they get mad. Like, this is a PvP game. No, it's a sandbox game. There's lots of things you can do. Yeah, like, that one guy who invited me to his Xbox game chat, he was like, what in the world are you doing? And I'm like, I'm fishing, bro. Like, there's accommodation for this. And they're like, what? I didn't know that's a thing. And I'm like, yeah, it's a thing. And I'm like, educate yourself. I'm just, <laughs> educate yourself. And then he got so mad I killed him. Like, bro, you came up to me, didn't even check to see if I had any loot, which I did not. And you just decided to try and attack me. Like, not cool, man. Not cool. I'm literally just here minding my own damn business fishing. Yeah. And so, um, we'll give, know. let's give our final thoughts on the quest boards. You, I guess we're both kind of ops. I didn't, I wasn't expecting that to be honest. I really just care about the reputation, even though I don't really need it other than for Athena's fortune. I think that's what will be best for the game going forward. Because I think Renown doesn't make sense for burying treasure and like having people find oh. it. it. It doesn't make any sense to me. I Honestly, I was very confused when you said <laughs> that because I'll literally just be on the game with you sailing and fishing and I get so much Renown. Exactly. Like, you were leveling up faster than me because you just like to fish. And... Yeah, I literally... <laughs> <coughs> Sorry about that. But, no, um, like, literally. Yeah, like, I would just get a bunch of XP for just sailing around. And this sounds like a negative about the game. This is what I love about the game. I don't have to do any challenges if I don't want to, to level up. And that's perfect for me. Because I... I get tired because they don't really change up their challenges, their trials too much. I call them challenges because it's just easier for me to remember. But... Yeah. They don't change them up too much each season. They'll add a few things that go along with the update, but not too much. But I don't really need to do any challenges to level up pretty quickly. I just play the game, which is yeah. great. So, I guess those are our final thoughts on the quest boards. Our last topic today, which for our, the mainly see at these audience, I don't know how interested they'll be in this. But this podcast is about focusing on lots of things. Primarily see at these, but talk about lots of other things too. And this week I want to talk about the Fortnite Chapter 2 end event and the launch of Chapter 3. So I was able to be live in the Chapter 3 or Chapter 2 end event and you got to watch it afterwards. Mm -hmm. I I thought that was crazy. I thought it was amazing. Um, I was not expecting that because. Like, I, I know I'm one who doesn't care about spoilers, but what you literally told me what happened to the map, I was like, you can't be serious. You can't be serious. Like, how did they do that? You know what's and crazy, just... too? What? So, you know how I talked to you about how the Fortnite Chapter 3 would start, like, on Tuesday? Yeah. That's actually when it was supposed to start. But because the whole thing was getting leaked before the event even happened... They were just mm -hmm. like, okay, we gotta speed this up, and they launched today. Which is why I think there were so many server problems today. Like, I still haven't even gotten to play the new game yet. But... I played a new game. I only was able to look in and just look at all the update stuff. And I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. So let me first, like, 
talk about the event real quick, and then I'll, you can give your thoughts, and then we'll talk about the actual chapter three. Yeah. So, for the event, there's a few things that, like, caught me off guard a bit, and I was super excited about when I saw them. First, we saw the rock. Well, you're just getting a little antsy, aren't you? Just keep standing up. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why it keeps doing that. No, you're good. I'm happy that I haven't got kicked from the game. I was a little worried, so I think this is going to work for us well. Yeah. Anyways, so the first thing that happened, we actually got to see the rock's face. He plays the foundation. And, like, he took off his mask during it, and he saw it's the rock. And it actually looked pretty good. I, I found that really cool. Someone's attacking our ship right now. Okay. Um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Alright, we're back. For those that are listening to the audio version later, and I might cut it out of the main version on YouTube. We basically got attacked while we were talking about the Chapter 3 event. So if you want to see that, I'm probably going to make that like a little short video on the channel. You can go check that out. But let's get back to talking about the Chapter 3 event, or Chapter 2 end event leading into Chapter 3. And I really liked the scientist and the, <laughs> the visitor. We saw them. I think that's where I left off before. So with the scientist and the visitor... Those are just such old skins that are from the Battle Pass that like, they don't profit at all from including them. But I just find it so nice that they do. Like, for such a story reason. I think it's great. So that excited me a lot. And we also got to run through the Among Us space in there. Or not the Among Us space, but the Imposters. Kind of like a Among Us ripoff. Their Imposters space there. Yeah. You want to know something interesting that I did realize afterwards? Because I rewatched it. Before you get in there into where the imposters mode is, you're going through a different part of the base. Um, that part of the base is from the Fortnite Batman comics. I don't want to give too is much- really? Yeah, I, I figured that out afterwards. And, cause I didn't recognize it when I was in the event, but then I saw it again, I'm like, wait, this looks exactly like how the comic book one did. And it's the one you read, it wasn't the new one. Okay. Um, so that was really cool to see. And, I'm not going to spoil too much of the comic books because I think everyone should go read them. They're really good. But some some stuff happens down there. And I think it was cool that it was down there. I wish I got to spend more time. I kind of just kept running because I wanted to see what was going on up ahead. So I didn't really take too much time to look around down there. Yeah. Uh, do you have any thoughts about the chapter um, 2 end event? I mean, I'm still caught up on the rock, man. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, like, when I was watching it with you, I was just like, I did not expect that at all. Yeah. Because um, I did not put two and two together that it's his voice or something. Like, what? Oh, I knew when we saw him in uh, season six that that was The Rock. But I didn't think they were going to show his face. I thought he was just kind of be like kind of this masked character. I mean, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. They have The Rock. They might as well promote it more. But I kind of thought they were... I didn't think they were going to show his face because for the other... So they give you a little bit of background story because I know you, know you probably don't know this. And for those that are listening, might not. Basically, there's been this whole storyline since the even the first chapter of Fortnite. And there's this group called the Seven. They're are kind of like the... We think are the good guys. We're not entirely sure. But we think are the good guys. And they're fighting back against the IO. They're called the Imagined Order. And they're the ones that have been controlling the island and, like, basically 
making players fight each other and that kind of stuff. So they're doing all these weird experiment, um, experiments on people. And the Seven's trying to stop them. So the first part, one of the Seven was the Visitor. That was Chapter 1, Season 4. So that was like not even a full year the game had been released. So this is a long time ago. Then we had the scientist. Um, that was at the end of chapter one, season X. So right before we started chapter two. And then we got the foundation in chapter two, season six. And that's when you got caught up, Yuna. So okay. this whole organization has been working in the background. I think we're gonna see a bigger part for them in chapter three, which I'm really excited about. Cause I find them cool. But I guess the reason I started talking about it was because the whole rock thing. The other two characters in the there's actually three characters in the seven that we've seen, but the third one didn't show up in this event. The other ones we haven't seen their face at all. They've been masses the time. We haven't even heard their voice until this event actually. So it was a lot of cool stuff that happened, and I was really excited for it. Um, makes a bit more sense. A little bit more sense, yeah. If you've been following up with the storyline, you probably got really hyped up about it when that happened. So, let's go ahead and talk about actual chapter 3. Because there's some really exciting things that I saw. Right off the bat, we got Spider-Man. I know you and me yes. were probably pretty excited about yes. that. I'm so excited for that. Um, I'm excited, like, it's basically, it's not free, obviously, because it's in the Battle Pass. But if you've had the Battle Pass before, it's basically free for you. So I was really excited to get Spider-Man, and they have like a bunch of different outfits for him and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and they said that there's gonna be more Spider-Man foes and allies coming in the future, so I'm hoping we get like Gwen Stacy and stuff like that. That would be cool. Um, but some really cool things that I saw, they have tons of new stuff, They're a whole new map. Basically the map was on the opposite, it was on the underneath side of the chapter two map, which is crazy. They basically just flipped the entire world. <laughs> And the new map is, was underneath it the whole time. And they have some new cool mechanics. They have storms, like they have weather conditions. So they have this giant tornado cloud, which I'm pretty sure... Uh, it reminded me of, I think it was Battlefield 2042 or something. I remember seeing a trailer for that game. That game recently came out. And they had like this big tornado in that game too. So it's basically similar to that, I think. And they'll have lightning and stuff, which... I'm curious if I'll get annoyed by it or find it cool when we play it, <laughs> so... I think annoyed. I vote for annoyed. Maybe. There's this new sliding... Yeah. There's this new sliding mechanic that looks pretty cool, so if you're going down a hill, if you crouch, you'll start sliding on your knees down the hill and stuff, and it makes you go a lot faster. So that's really cool. Um, I haven't got to play the new game yet because it was really buggy today. I think I mentioned it earlier in the podcast that... They basically pushed up the um, the update to today when it was supposed to come out on Tuesday. I don't know if it was because of a marketing reason or if they actually needed the time to get the servers ready. Because they did this the same thing when they went from Chapter 1 to Chapter 2. And it got them a bunch of marketing publicity. Seeing like, like everyone getting super excited about the whole thing. I don't know. What are your thoughts on the new chapter, you know? Uh, I like the idea of a new map. I do not like the idea of learning the new map. 
I'm just so excited that one of my favorite locations is back. That shifty shafts. I'm so I don't excited think I've for that. I played at it before. You probably haven't. That was from chapter one. So, okay. there, I have three. My three top locations, all from the chapter one map. Lucky Landing, Shifty Shafts, and the OG Factories. Yeah, and none of those were in Chapter 2, so the last two years I've been kind of sad and waiting for them to bring it back. <laughs> Alright, I don't know how long this episode's gone because I was keeping track of time, but then all that happened with those guys. So definitely check out that video if you haven't. But, you know, do you have any final thoughts on anything we talked about today? Overall, mixed feelings about Season 5. Mixed feelings, good and bad, and just whatever. <laughs> Fortnite. Um, overall, good and bad. There's some things that, you know, they keep the same. I like, just don't like the idea of learning a new map. I ain't fun of, I ain't fond of that. I'll be honest, I was pretty bored of Fortnite the last few seasons. So, like, I know you have the, been. So, I'm, in, I'm, I'm not, I think this chapter three will be a good test to tell whether or not I was bored of just chapter two, or if I'm bored of Battle Royale as a concept. Because I, I'm True. not sure, to be honest. I I have trouble playing, I had trouble playing Fortnite by myself, because I just get really bored of it. Mm -hmm. But with everything that they've added with the new map and everything, I'm hoping that I start enjoying the game again like I used to. Yeah. Um, so... At the end of these podcasts, I wanted to answer a few questions I see in the chat or if I see on the community post. I don't think I got any on the community post because I, I wasn't sure if we would be doing a Q&A. But I do have some questions in the chat. So let me pull that up real quick. So Spicy Buffalo Gaming asked, do you think the fireworks will stay? For me, I think it's definitely it's a permanent feature. I think everything from this season's update is a permanent feature. Do you have any thoughts about that, Yuna? If not, we catch in some hands, Rare. <laughs> you gonna go gonna fight some? some <laughs> you gonna catch some hands, that's what. Yeah. I am looking through... <clears throat> Alright, we have another question. What is the point of Siren Treasuries? This was a pretty easy one. But basically, like, they're just kind of like underwater skeleton forts. Basically, yeah. Where are you going? I'm getting, I'm getting something. Don't worry about it. Keep talking. Okay. Basically, underwater skeleton forts, which are pretty cool. Um, I'll definitely go check them out. They're on the map. You can see it says, like, something, something, treasury. The shrines are, like, kind of like temples. And you can get loot in there too, so I'll definitely check those out. Um, Nighthawk194 asks, is it worth getting Pirate Legend? So I think we are actually yes. going to talk about this in a future video. Uh, not a future video, but like a future episode of the podcast. Probably more in depth. But in short, I would say definitely yes. Not for the fact, like the voyage and stuff... The Voyagers are basically the same thing you're already doing, so it's not like a unique experience. Like, the original Pirate Legend Voyage and the Run of Thieves Haven are all just, you know, normal stuff. You're digging up chests, you're fighting skeletons, that kind of stuff. Why I would say you want Pirate Legend is not for the clout or anything, it's for the pass. There's two rewards every season, or 
might be more, but the last few seasons have been two rewards for Pirate Legend exclusively. So, like, one of my favorite rewards in the free pass this season is Merrick's Tankard, which is basically the tooth of a... Really? <laughs> it's basically a tooth of a Megalodon. That's really cool to me. You know, you were pretty definite about yes. What is your reasoning? It's just for me it's the clout okay just i guess we have opposite opinions <laughs> yeah we do have a lot of opposite opinions on stuff but i yeah. i've played the game long enough and i've been pirate legend long enough that i know there's no difference between pirate legend and like a regular player so i don't really care too much if i'm being honest but i do see your i do see why people want it i think it's a little overhyped if i'm being honest I think Rare could do some more stuff to make it a little bit more unique, like give us something to do in the Pirate Legend hideout, give us maybe some exclusive cosmetic, because did you know, Yuna, when the game first came out, pets were always planned from the launch, but they were planned not for microtransactions, they were going to be Pirate Legend exclusive items that you can earn in-game. And they decide, you know what, why don't we charge some money for that, and you know, make a little bit from it, because they realized that ship sets and emotes and stuff were not going to make that much money for them. <laughs> oh, dang it. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that was the last question. Yeah, I was looking through the chat just to make sure I didn't miss anything. Uh, yeah, that's the end of this episode. I It's not set up yet, but we're going to try to get this podcast on, like, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, those kind of things. I have to get the first episode made first before we can do that. And you can expect these episodes to pop up on both YouTube and those sites, those platforms, on Monday mornings, which is what I'm going to try to do. So we'll be recording them bi-weekly, live, on Sunday nights at 4 p.m. And if you want to join in, you can come watch. You can leave your questions in the chat, and we'll answer them at the end of the stream. And... Then, if you maybe can't watch it then, you can listen to it the next day on a podcast form, or you can watch the video on YouTube. So, that's it for this episode. I want to thank all of those that hanged out and watched with us. We had a good amount of people that were viewing for most of it. So, I want to thank all of you all for hanging out with us. And, you know, you got anything else left to say? You should comment on the videos if you want us to talk about certain topics. Yeah, so we're basically coming up with different topics. We'll talk a little bit about stuff that's current. We'll also talk about stuff that, like, are just concept stuff. So, like, that Pirate Legend question, that's something that we are planning to talk about in a future episode. So, if we see anything that's interesting that we think would be a good thing to talk about in one of these episodes, we'll definitely add it to our list of stuff. So, feel free to leave us ideas of things that you want to hear our thoughts about. But... That's it for this episode. I want to thank all of y'all for hanging out with us. And I'll see y'all next time. Bye, y'all. Bye.